Hello and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. I'm Roshni. I'm Ishi. And I'm Singway. Um, as always, before we start, we're going to do the question of the day, which this week comes from me. Um, my question is if each of us had to trade lives with one of the other um, two for one day, just for one day. Actually, no, let's make it a week. For a week. If you had to trade lives for a week, who would you trade lives with? Oh my with um, just the two of us, like within our group? Yes. Within our group. On impulse, I would actually say like Rashni, because like she lives a pretty exciting and different <laughs> life compared to the both of us grandmas but then like thinking about it rationally and logically maybe it's not like a actually livable like life. like i as in like the cover would blow kind of vibes uh if i Wait, like what do you mean the cover would blow like you someone would catch you living my life you know like people would just like question like what's up with her like she's not like this is not okay kind of thing but like I think I would like blend in pretty seamlessly with like Rishi's lifestyle. Mm. So mm. I'm surprised you said me. I was gonna say Rishi. Rishi's Rishi life sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> like really chill. Now, so I mean exactly. I'm I'm not picking you same way because NUS scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay away. <laughs> I will pick Roshni as well. Let's pretend we didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, Roshni's life is like the polar opposite of Singwe and my life. So I think it would be fine to try it out for a week. But I don't think Singwe either, like, I don't think both of us would have survived living in her condition, living her life for even like two days. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like dead. <laughs> we can discuss. I actually think uh, same way I think people would discover you because this leads into our podcast topic, but I think people would discover you because you would be far more social than I usually am. Uh, people would be like, oh, what's going on? Wow. Are you really that not social? I don't think so. Though. We we will discuss. <laughs> anyway, interesting. I didn't expect you guys to say that. Um, before we get into the podcast, we have several updates. Um, if you've been following along, you'll notice that we stopped posting for a few weeks, and that's because life. Um, Lishi had to move. We've all been busy, like schedules. It's 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 a hectic time. So apologies for not um posting regularly but we are trying to get back to that um anyone have any major updates lishi how how is australia australia has been great i've been to two beaches in a week so i Ugh. have nothing to complain man i have nothing to complain wow. i hate you <laughs> <laughs> and so far everything is pretty pretty good except i'm living in the covid fest covid 
COVID apartment. So basically, <laughs> COVID is everywhere. So you, you can always get close contact. Um, no, sorry. You can always hear your friends getting close contact like every other day. So yeah, I, that's pretty scary. But I think Roshni is kind of used to it already. <laughs> Oh yeah, you've been to like two beaches. I keep watching your your stories and stuff, and it's so pretty. Um, the UK's been hit by storms, and we've just had tube strikes. So it's a really lovely place to live right now. Um, Storm Eunice hit like two weeks ago now, a week and a half. I don't know. Um, and we keep our toothbrushes in this like little cup by the bathroom window, and. We kept the window open because, you know, air circulation. And then we came back to all of our toothbrushes <laughs> outside, just floating in the water. And that was really bad because I just bought that toothbrush. It was like three days old and then it died. So. Being white, any updates? Updates. I have my midterms. So yeah. That was really, I guess I had just like one though, so it was really quite manageable. Except that that one midterm was not um exactly a subject that I was good at. But hey, we did it and all's well. It's over now. It's over now. <laughs> it's not like you have two more years of uni, it's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, okay, should we let's get into it? Today we're gonna to be discussing extroverts versus introverts in terms of what we are individually and if that's changed. So I guess to start with, what is everyone? Lishi, what are you? I recently discovered that I'm an introvert. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I've been confused with being outgoing, friendly people person with an extroverted personality. So I see them as the same thing, whereas you can be a very outspoken introvert. Mm -hmm. And a really shy extrovert. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's quite yeah. confusing. But yeah, that's when I had a conversation with my friend, and then I told him that I think I'm an extrovert. And then he was like, um, I don't think so. I think you are just good at socializing or good with talking with people, but that doesn't make you an extrovert. If my definition of extrovert is based on, you know, good with talking to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when I discover, yeah, actually, I'm not really an extrovert because I can't socialize. I don't, I don't recharge my, my energy or battery from um, socializing with my friends. I recharge from being alone at home mm -hmm. or not doing anything crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like a good way to actually like gauge what you are, you know, like I... Like a friend mentioned this analogy once of like coins in a jar. Did you guys heard, like, hear of it before? No. Like if you're an introvert, right, you start your day off with 
a full jar of coins. And then throughout the day, as you meet people, you kind of like take coins out of the jar and you give them out. You end up like with an empty jar at the end of the day. But if you're an extrovert, you start your day with like an empty jar. And as you like talk and like you meet people, you interact with them, you like you you add coins into your jar mm-hmm. and not the full one at the end of the day. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Singway, what would you say you are? What I am, I think I'm definitely more of an introvert because I do recharge like from being alone, like Rishi said. But like, I would say that recently, not recently, but over the years, I like that kind of like split between extrovertedness and introvertedness. It used to be more like I guess like 80% or 90% introvert. Now it's like maybe like a 60% introvert and 40% extrovert kind of distribution. Yeah. Distribution. I would say I'm like 90% introvert. Oh, that's like... That's a lot. Yeah, I... Okay, maybe like 80, 80, 90, but like it's it's definitely a heavy um switch towards being an introvert. I, I can have like really social days, obviously. Like everyone has really social days, but the settings are often I thrive in settings that I'm like comfortable and familiar with. I'm not really very excited when I have to go um meet new people not because I don't want to meet new people but just because it like it can be quite draining to switch on because it feels like I have to switch on which I don't think is very extrovert of me nice so yeah but that was never the case like you know at least from compared to like back when you were in high school or how, how has it been for you um I think I was definitely more of an extrovert when I was younger, but I don't think I've ever been like a full, the, the closest um, I've been is just identifying as an ambivert. Yeah, I, same thing. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've never been, I, I wouldn't say, I don't know if you disagree, but I wouldn't, I would never call myself an extrovert, but I was definitely a lot more like outgoing when I was younger. Because yeah. I was an eager little child. <laughs> I'm the outlier here. <laughs> Both of you guys are very active and outgoing kids. Meanwhile, I struggled to high five. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you now. You're the most social okay. one now. <laughs> yeah, Singway actually has changed a lot since high school. She used to be super quiet, not wanting to, too shy to socialize, but now she's like a, what, social butterfly? Is that what people call yeah, nowadays? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say butterfly, you know. I feel like I still, I still have to know someone or like, get, like I'm only comfortable if it's a one-on-one kind of setup. Mm-hmm. I can't do like big groups of people. I think those really drain me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, weirdly being in like a a bigger group of people feels like you need to invest more energy just because 
like it comes back to being switched on like you have to be switched on to everyone whereas if it's one-on-one you're focusing on one person and they're focusing on you and that feels more chill it's like a two-way street which I prefer so much more it's like in groups I don't know I kind of just will zone out actually Mm. yeah then you just kind of decide to not I agree (laughs) I also (laughs) I'm really guilty of doing this thing where people bore me sometimes I'm sorry (laughs) I get bored really easily (laughs) and so especially if I'm meeting someone new especially if I'm meeting someone new and they bore me I just I just switch off I'm like no and then I zone out and I leave the socializing up to my friends which can be really bad but I'm bored like I, and I'm a, I'm a nice person I swear to god I'm a nice person but if they're boring they're boring yeah. and like why why am I trying to convince you to waste your energy when I already know I'm wasting my time you know but do your friends ever like call you out for it um <laughs> yes my best friend here I've thrown her under the bus multiple times but that's only because I'm only ever stuck in those like really painful conversations because of her she's really social like she loves meeting new people and she'll start conversations and shit and then because I'm with her I get roped into those conversations even though I know that I don't want to speak to this person because they will bore me <laughs> so when she does that, sometimes I'm just, I just hand the conversation off and I stay silent. Do you guys find it hard to make friends for being an ambivert or an introvert? Yes. Um, it's difficult in the sense that like, I think you or I at least categorize my friendships very differently I I don't really have very many like halfway friends or acquaintances my friends are kind of just my friends and so starting out when you're speaking to someone you're obviously not going to have that level of like depth or connection and so it takes a lot to like invest the time and effort in order to get there that what I would say is the difficult bit it's not really the like sustaining a simple simple conversation is like that that doesn't take a lot of effort yeah I mean I would say the same also actually because like I realize now that I keep my circle really small but like I kind of appreciate every single person in that circle and like I know they they have my back and I have theirs but I would say that like you know uh, going back to what Rashmi said about when you first meet someone there's not much to um not much to relate to or like Mm. it takes takes more time to like get to know them on a deeper level I feel like for me it's more of like coming across someone where that is not high effort because I, I feel like by being in uni I have come across people who like you meet and there's just like 
instant connection just because you do a lot of things that are similar. And then it's not like a convenience friendship kind of situation where it's like you really don't have much in common. You just kind of want to get to know this person. But mm-hmm. also it's like you're just put in situations where you're always together. So you just put in a lot of effort to get to know that. But like this kind of like you hit it off right away kind of friendship is it's like it it feels like it doesn't take any effort and you you just kind of it just kind of works and the friendship will just sustain itself somehow but of course those are harder to come by like yeah there's just two types i guess like one where it will take a lot more effort and it's based off of like the two people literally wanting to get to know each other on a deeper level like that and then there's the other kind where it's like i mean it's it still a mutual one thing of the friendship but it's just it's, it seems so easy you know like, it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah how do you guys cope with putting aside your like introvertness when you really don't feel like it and when you need to i think i just suck it up man <laughs> i just tell myself that you know actually most of the times when things like that happen is mainly um it mainly comes from my close friends or like a group of friends that i enjoy hanging out with so it's not like something I'm, I may dread going out with them sometimes, but because I know I don't get the chance to meet that, meet them that often, I would, I would just go ahead, you know, even though I, I, I could be super tired or super drained from, from my last outing, but mm-hmm. I prioritize my friendships with them. That's why I would do it for them. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I do like, I try to take a a chunk of time to myself before I have to go out and be social for a while. Whereas when I was younger, I think I was in the headspace of like, no, like if you acclimatize to being social, then the actual event will be like, fine. But I've learned that that just drains me anyway. So I try to like take time and then go out. And there is often a lag between like falling into the mindset of like, okay, I am comfortable. I'm like I'm ready to turn on, you know. <laughs> but it's helpful to like take space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's for me. <laughs> I just don't have much going on on a regular basis, I think, because it's like most of the week I'm most of the week, I'm just doing stuff alone or like being with really close friends, so it doesn't matter. Then you just suddenly have one. At least, at least for me, like it's not common to have like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I just cannot relate to it at the moment. Hmm. I mean, other people's tactics that I found do not work for me, um, are to resort to like, um, especially here, like. If you, if you have like a big social event, you drink for it. Like, and I, I guess I see the merit in that. Like alcohol does make you happier. Like it makes everyone more chill. 
I found that that just don't, does not work for me. I'm, I'm just drunk and I don't want to be there. <laughs> and it's not fun for me. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I guess everyone just does what Lishi said, which is you suck it up and you try and find, you try and have the best time that you can. Especially we are at our age where, you know, socializing, making friends are kind of important. Mm. And if we don't make an effort, um, you never know what the other person might think of you, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even to my closest friend, I know they understand, but I still feel bad if I don't commit to it. Mm. So, it's, I think it's a matter of learning what who really worth your time. But so far, I would say the people I hang out with or I give my time to, most of them, yeah, they are quite worth it. So I have nothing much to complain about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And one thing I realized is that, because it's quite funny, I just um, I was just talking to my other friends the other day. They were quite surprised that I was out for um, out every day for, for a week. So basically, I will go out um, at like 8 a.m. and reach home at like 10 p.m. for everything. <laughs> when I reach, when I first touched down in Australia. So they were like, wow, I can't believe you can do that. I thought you always need time to recover or recharge yourself first. And then I was like, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Because yes, I was super, super exhausted. But at the same time, they were the right type of people. Like we were at the same, we have similar energy we are at the right frequency stuff like that so mm. it wasn't too draining so I guess that's what made me go through or like made it made me that's how I made it through a week of <laughs> a week of you know walking every day and like yeah 8 a.m to 10 p.m is intense that's so long but yeah that reminds me of like the first few weeks of uni like in your first year when you're making friends and you have to like explore and be out all the time I thought I would die but when it comes to it like if if you want to expend the energy and you like you said you find a good setting to expend the energy you don't actually feel it as much so yes you're tired but like it's not exhausting and you don't not want to be there which is interesting. I'm, I'm glad that period is over. Yes, I was just going to say, I would not want to keep that up. Uh-huh. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I view that as groundwork, you know? Like, you put in the, like, week or two weeks of intense 8 to 10 p.m. And then you're like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to see you for, like, maybe an hour or two a day. I mean, now I don't talk to my roommates or, like, every day as well, so... I guess yeah. we have reached the point. Because you're sick of them. <laughs> you're just like, I saw no, you no, no. for a week. No, we are busy with our lives. Yeah. Do you guys ever wish you were an extrovert? No. No. Same. <laughs> Never. You know, when I saw my friend, I have this friend, she's extremely extroverted. And she always hangs out with a group of people. And when I see her story... It actually scares me. <laughs> and I found myself that I would never ever want to be a part of that. I don't hate any of them. It's just that it drains me just by watching a story. You know, it's always hanging why, on. Why does, it, 
Why does it scare you? That's that's a really specific adjective. Why does it scare you? I guess I was just trying to put myself because I didn't have that group of friends. I didn't have that big bunch, like multiple big bunch of people to hang out with. I was just wondering, would I want to have that in my life? And then I was just putting myself in the shoes and I actually got scared. I was like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> I think it's actually quite a bit for me to handle. Yeah. And when it's happening in real life, I'm actually glad that I'm not part of any of that because there's a lot of drama, a lot of uh, communication, yeah. <laughs> communication involved, just a lot of things happening in a big group of people. Yeah, I feel like when we were in high school and stuff, I I used to wonder if it would be nicer to have that like big like clique of friends. But we never we've never done that. Like even outside of the three of us with our other friend groups, like they've generally been quite like nuclear and small. Which I prefer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I guess it's nice to have like a big friend group like you have lots of options there's always something going on but on the flip side there's always something going on <laughs> yeah so like Singway you can't you can't imagine yourself being an extrovert as well yeah because like I, I actually really like in a way the independence of being an introvert like you're not dependent on people for your mm. Like True. your like your happiness or your well being, but like if I were to be like more extra, like more skewed to the extroverted side, I feel like maybe I'll suffer. You know, like if I'm in settings where it's just impossible for me to be surrounded by people or like a very good. I mean, not to say that I don't need a support system as an introvert also, but it's like it will hurt that much more if I were an extrovert. Mm. Let's say I just came to a new country and I'm all alone. I feel like that would really hurt more than like if I were an introvert. But then again, I would never know, you know, because I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. an extrovert. It's just what I think an extrovert would feel. So, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting that you say that, actually, because I think being an introvert helps with change well helps and doesn't obviously but especially with the kind of change that we've had of like moving to different countries and um, moving to uni I think being an introvert is kind of comforting because especially at the start when you don't have when you haven't established your local support system and you're still making friends it's nice to know that you still have yourself and that's a double-edged sword because you can get too comfortable with just being by yourself but also you don't really you you don't crash and burn if you're not surrounded by people Mm. and in a really narcissistic way I enjoy my own company a lot (laughs) like I'm one of my favorite people to hang out with (laughs) and I think that's great I'll say the same like I actually like spending time with myself which I really am grateful for Mm -hmm. There's, there's just a lot of like pockets of time where I'm completely alone and it would suck to like hate myself <laughs> like yeah 
What? It's tough to hate yourself. It would suck to hate yourself. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they also do need to do an intervention. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think that's valuable though, because lots of people don't like being alone with themselves. And that like I, I get it, but at the same time, I could never handle that because I'm alone with myself a lot. And if you have such negative perceptions to being in solitude, I think that would be exhausting. Yeah. But then, right, I'm really curious for you both. When, at what point did you guys like really, hmm, like, was there ever like, did, is it just like a matter of discovering you're actually more introverted or is it like it, you actually went from being slightly more extroverted to being slightly more introverted? Um, I think for me, I went from being like more of an ambivert to a raging introvert because yeah, I think even when I was younger, I, I thought I was an introvert, and then that ended up being wrong. Whereas now, I've realized that, like, socializing and um, socializing and all of its components are just really draining. Like, I realized that at uni. Mm. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is not for me. I... Um, I think I used to be more extroverted and then especially in high school but I think that's also when I started becoming more an ambivert and now that I think about it I think the reason is because I've I've um, spent too much of my time and effort socializing or like making plans with friends that I've pushed myself off the limits and it's just too much and now that it's over, I'm completely drained, completely dried <laughs> up. And, you know, like, I think I've used up my 10 years of energy in, like, five years setting. So I think I've reached a point where I'm an ambivert. And I won't be surprised if I slowly turn into an introvert. <laughs> Join us. Join us. <laughs> We're all just, like, fluctuate you know because like I used to be more oh, yeah. introvert then now it's like hey this meeting new people thing is actually not that bad <laughs> you, you weren't that active in trying to meet people when you were in high school so you had that energy you have energy time. reserves <laughs> and then later on I will like burn like my reserves and then I was like <laughs> Guys, I have had enough of people. And then you guys will be like, hey, it's not the party. We've recharged for like 20 years. Time to go meet everyone on the planet. Um, I am curious. I feel like most introverts have very few people that they can spend a, like a long period of time with, like maybe the entire day with. Do you have those people? How many? Because I think I have like two. <laughs> I mean, like currently present with us, right? 
like or that um way? no like any anyone in the world home or where you are oh okay so all of us are included not considering yes i have about three okay two. i have four three or four mm. like could spend the entire day with um pretty pretty comfortably yeah Vishy who are your four well I will not name names but <laughs> for their privacy <laughs> or safety but I think this um I met out with Singling when she was when she came back to Malaysia and yeah I think we pretty we spent the whole day together and I didn't feel much Mm. I, was, I was okay, I was comfortable being with her all day, so she's definitely one of them. Mm. And then Roshni, on the other hand, is also like damn chill. She's also, you are the one who taught me, because like last time, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with silence or not doing anything. And then she's the one who taught me that it's okay to have those silences mm. and, you know, those like moments where you don't just don't do anything why do i have to keep doing something mm -hmm. and i learned hmm it's it's okay <laughs> yeah i can imagine myself spending my entire day with roshni just watching a movie or not doing anything after that so yeah and you said three i'm assuming that we can guess the third it's okay <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. way, <laughs> <laughs> who are your three? Um, I would say, like, you guys both are, like, I, I didn't even really have to question it. It's, like, mm -hmm. kind of, like, I know for sure I can go, like, multiple days even. Mm, imagine. I would be fine. I would be fine. And, like, mm, back home, my sister also. Mm -hmm. like she's she's been living with me since like I, yeah it's like a living best friend and like time with her doesn't feel like like i'm i thought i was socializing anyway i don't know if we're taking family into consideration are we get out of here oh, I, would, I would i would consider lynn because she's your twin yeah yeah <laughs> thing <laughs> has a twin <laughs> i love you yeah <laughs> Lynn is my fraternal twin, so we don't look alike. It's the best. Um, and then here... We don't look alike. It's the best. Huh? You said we don't look alike. It's the best. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, maybe... That, yeah, that, that wasn't my intention, but, like, that's not wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. Here I have, like, a few friends, too, that I can, like, see myself spending the entire day with, so... Mm -hmm. Photos me up to five. Mm. Five, okay. Yeah, I'm changing my answer to five because I have the two of you, obviously. That was my original two. <laughs> um, yeah, we've just we've done it lots of times. I think when I had a period where I would go to a house like every weekend and then we would spend like 
12 or 13 hours together and sometimes your mom would just come in and be like what do you two talk about and we don't do anything <laughs> we just sit in silence you do your thing i do my thing okay we, we, we don't actually sit in silence but it's like the things that we do i would say it's just like it's what we would do like, it's just, by ourselves we're just doing it together really like we watch stuff together and like yeah but like it's not like it's not like a planned activity we never like we were never like okay today we will watch a movie it was just like i'm going to sit on your bed and whatever happens will happen yeah. <clears throat> um yeah the two of you i have another friend from high school who is very chill and i can spend a lot of time with her name is hayden um <clears throat> yeah same same principle you don't really need to like plan or prepare to like socialize for a really long time. Um, and I have a couple friends here. But yeah. Yeah. More than I thought I would have, but it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Is it the same though for like all the people that you can spend the entire day with? Do you like, is the reason why because you can just like do nothing? And like have no plans that's why or is are there differences for me it's not about doing nothing it's more about the flow of um like being like some of the people in in my list are quite like active in the sense that they don't just want to sit at home mm. i will go out and do stuff but i don't mind that because it flows and like it doesn't feel forced to like spend a day out together it, it feels like yeah it's, it's just really chill for me the criteria is just do i feel comfortable and is this not exhausting yeah comfort security <laughs> such an 80 year old conversation <laughs> oh speaking of feeling 80 um Yesterday or the day before, I was at this, um, I was at a student residence because I have some friends in first year and it, we went for dinner and we were just chilling and it ended at like 1130 and I was exhausted. I was drained. And so um, a few of us were waiting outside to go home. We were just waiting for our like Uber and out walks a group of like 20 freshers at 11.30, starting their night. Like they, they were going, they were like leaving to go somewhere at 11.30. And I was like, no, this is my hell. And they, oh, it was just bad, man. I don't miss, I don't miss being a fresher at all. Welcome to the club, freshie. This is a terrible time. Why would you do that to yourself? Why is your night starting at 11.30? Then I complained to one of my flatmates who is very social. And she pointed out that um, nights out, even when you're not a fresher, technically do start around 11 or 11.32. And then I just realized that I don't like that in general. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's not about being a fresher. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> I don't even think I've done that before. Jeez. No. It's so tiring. I've done that once a few days ago. Dang. I danced. Oh. 
I shall get it. Life experience. She's a changed woman. She twerks now. Yeah, she twerks now. I swear you learned how to twerk when you were like 15. Did you? I never practiced it. No, I didn't. Oh. It's just innate ability, Lishi. You got yeah, the skills. Came up to you and said, "Hey, girl, you're good at twerking." <laughs> Who talks like that? If someone says, "Hey, girl, you're good at twerking," run away. <laughs> yeah, run away. That is not a safe situation. Oh my god! You know what happened? There's this drunk guy. He looks like about our age. Mm-hmm. He's Aussie. He came up to me and said. Hey, I think your top is really nice. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you so shit at the accent? Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. I wasn't trying to make an accent because I know I kind of <laughs> wait, it. why why? I mean that's a really random thing to say, but it's not. No, it's weird because he was drunk. And you know, like our sixth sense is weak. Uh... I can like, something is wrong. It's, it really felt really wrong. It was just in the middle of street. And I was Ugh. doing my own thing. And he came yeah. up to me to say that. And if I didn't have my guy friend there, I think he would have continued bothering me. Mm. But anyway, sorry. Off topic. Mm. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That's creepy. That's weird. Um, I was forced to be social yesterday. It's... Well, I chose to be social with um, my sports team and that was fun. And then the night ended and I was walking my friend home and she's kind of crazy. So she was just like making friends with the people leaving the the place that we were at. Mm. So then we ended up walking with this like group of people to their bus stop and it, it was kind of like there were three people and the first two I knew I was not vibing with they they were weird and annoying um so I was just kind of ignoring them and sticking to the third person which is this random guy trying to get home um and yeah I it was slightly painful because I had to eventually ditch the first two and convince my friend to ditch the first two because they were being really annoying. And then I, I we walked with this random guy to his bus stop. And he goes to the same uni, but we will never see him again. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. It was fun, it was interesting, but like not don't want to do it again. Why are you so confident you won't see him again? Because uni is a big place, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we might. He was. I don't think he would remember us. I'm not gonna lie. He he was not in a state to be remembering us. <laughs> Fun times. I haven't been able to experience any like nightlife or like clubbing or whatever. I don't know if that's like something I should be upset about or not because I mean I'm not feeling very. Strong. I don't have very strong feelings for like mm, having a clubbing experience. 
but I guess. Mm. I mean, I'd say if you want, try it once. See how you feel, because you might find out that you really like it. My prediction is that it will be okay. And like, it's, you, you won't really, it's not going to be a thing, but you never know. So try it once. But like, pick fun people to go with. The people that you know you're going to have a good time with, even if the place you're at is shit. The people must make me, as in, I must be confident they can take care of me. Yeah, sure. Anything goes like, you know. Nice. And uh, it's safer oh. to go with guys as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Guy friends that you trust. Yeah. And don't. Obviously, this goes without saying, don't do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to drink, don't drink. Although, clubbing sober is incredibly painful. So, maybe consider it. Singer, you're going <laughs> to pre-drink, all right? Going to pre-drink. Yes, resident alcohol expert. Nishi tells you, pre-drink. Pre-drink. Because alcohol is expensive in the bar. Yeah. But I honestly am a bit, like, confused of, like, my alcohol tolerance. I don't know. Okay, your wine tolerance is a bit scary. You can take a lot of wine. You can take a lot. I can take a lot of wine, but I cannot take a lot of anything else, apparently. (laughs) Like, I just had like. Try it out. Try it out. (laughs) Just sit in your room in the middle of the day and just drink until you pass out. I don't know. My observation is that anything that's not wine, girl gets like tipsy pretty fast. Mm. I'm a bit concerned, yeah. you know, like hmm. My alcohol tolerance has gone to absolute shit. Like I, I used to be quite a heavyweight and now I have like two or three dr- drinks and I'm gone. Goodbye. Point of no return. <laughs> I'm dead. It's nice, but it's embarrassing. It's nice because you're a cheap drunk, but it's embarrassing because that was like three drinks, you know? Cheap drunk. Actually, yala. Just don't have to spend that much. Great. It's a win. Call it a win. It's okay, we can all go clubbing the suggestion died in my brain because i really don't want to go clubbing oh. <laughs> i'll be with the two of you oh that would be interesting in 10 years when clubs open in malaysia we can go clubbing. i think i would much prefer like just chilling out at a bar or something though like can I no. we've said we've been saying this since we were 15. oh not that we would ever go to a bar at 15. we never did that Shit. Oh <laughs> Listen, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. We weren't there to like we we literally tried cocktails and then dipped. It was fine. <laughs> I remember I tried something with rum in it. I was like, wow, that's so <laughs> wow. I hate I, alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I used to go for really like sweet sugary cocktails because I don't like the taste of alcohol. But now I think I'm more of a savory cocktail. I, I don't know if that's a bright adjective, but like savory cocktails. Like the like ones sour. Pickles. 
there are cocktails with pickles. Yeah, dude, like I've, I've had a like cocktail that, that literally was served with like pickled onion and pickled uh, tomato and- Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. I changed my mind. Oh, no, okay. It sounds like a Southeast Asian drink. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like my mom made it. <laughs> okay, wait, let me actually look it up because I think I might know the name of that. I've heard about like an onion in the drink, but I have not heard of it being pickled. Hey, pickle, I've seen it in movies too, though. I guess it would make sense if it was pickled because like if you put a raw onion in. I don't know anything about drink making. <laughs> Guys, we went from talking about extrovert, introvert to drinking. Alcoholism. Join us. <laughs> The Gibson is a mixed drink made with gin and dry vermouth, mm-hmm. and often garnished with a pickled onion. Oh. Um, yeah, look at it. <laughs> look at it. Oh, it looks pretty clear. Yeah. What? Sus. The Gibson is the martini's savory cousin. <laughs> I did not like that sentence. <laughs> when we are finally reunited we can try many many cocktails burn a hole in our wallets yeah sounds fun man we will bring our parents and we will try many many cocktails (laughs) um yeah we've veered completely off topic anyway (laughs) anyway how have you guys been it's excellent. Ten out of ten. Seeing we just woke up from a nap. I just woke up from like four hours of sleep. We're thriving. Anyway, just like optimal for naps, you know. Yes. To sum up, the burning question that everyone cares about: We are all introverts. Correct. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Wait. Are you guys like like for your MBTI? It's all I, right? So what's the? No, mine's E. Who's <laughs> E? When is the last time you did your MBTI? No, but mine is really close. It's like fifty percent E and forty. Sorry, fifty one E, forty nine I, something. Wow. Like that. So I'm an ambivert, guys. I literally okay. This is how much of an introvert I am. I didn't even realize you could have an E at the start. I know that's really stupid, but I didn't realize you could have an E at the start. I always thought everyone started with an I. Um, I don't know. I did. I didn't mind like a month or two ago. I didn't mind over Christmas because I had a wild Christmas. Um, I N something. What's the other? What are the other things? It's I and then. N or F J N or F and then J Who knows? Who knows? I think it's just gonna it's just gonna reiterate that we are introverts. Alright. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all for this week. Sorry for being kind of low energy, but we're introverts. Leave us alone. um on that note thank you for listening and tell us if tell us what you are are you an introvert are you an extrovert um let us know um yeah thanks for listening see you next week bye